Hi, and welcome to the Mind Yourself podcast with Jazz and Laura and SpunOut.ie. Mind Yourself with SpunOut.ie. Each week on the podcast, we'll be joined by the guys over at SpunOut.ie to talk all things mental health. Whether it's the effect that the pandemic is having on us, education, or even just everyday life, the guys will be here to share their advice. This week, we are talking about online diet and exercise culture, something many of us can get so obsessed with. Enjoy the pod. Ian Power from SpunOut.ie, thank you so much for joining us once again on the Zoo Crew. Great to be back, guys. How are things? Really good. good. It's so nice to have you. Um, So our topic for this week on the show is going to be a little bit about online diet and exercise culture. As we know, Instagram is flooded with uh, so many PTs these days and more and more people are getting into kind of, I suppose, influencing is the word in terms of what exercise you should be doing, your diet, and it's you're kind of getting bombarded with it uh, at this stage and people have different opinions, different values, different places where they're getting their info that they're then pushing on you. And um, So I suppose to just get into it, if people are looking for some sort of advice regarding diet and exercise, how can people know exactly who to trust when it comes down to the, the important things that will affect our bodies? Yeah, well, the first thing to say, I guess, is it depends on the the importance of the issue, right? So, for instance, in terms of diet, like I would really only be listening to kind of people who are, you know, qualified nutritionists, people who understand um, what it is to have a healthy diet. And I'd really be kind of, um, you know, promoting the experts in that, in that field. In terms of fitness, uh, there's absolutely, you know, the same situation where really there are lots of people who are uh, qualified to talk about these issues and those who aren't. So I think really it's trying to look into the background of the people who maybe you're following, see what qualifications they hold, see what they're pushing. And I think a lot of us as well are able to kind of, you know, smell when something's not quite right, mm-hmm. and particularly around those kind of skinny teas and, and supplements and things like that. Um, you know, I think we're, we're on the guard, but I think it's so prevalent now that people have become really good at maybe selling stuff to us that maybe perhaps we just absolutely don't need. So um, I would just say be vigilant and look up kind of trusted sources of information. So whether that's funny.ie if we have info on it, or if it's a, a more uh, you know, dedicated website to either diet or fitness. Try to kind of triangulate kind of the information that you're getting to make sure that it's coming from, um, you know, somebody who has an expertise. Because really the, the reason why we're talking about this issue is it's come up hugely for us over the past kind of six weeks and it's something our readers are really interested in. But also it has, you know, wide ranging um, impacts, you know. And I think, you know, we're constantly looking at kind of, you know, these seemingly perfect health and fitness people all the time on Instagram or TikTok. And I think it can also have kind of a negative effect on your mental health and your self-esteem as well. It can get in on us. And so I think it's about trying to understand, you know, where is this information coming from? Are these people really experts? And then also I think it's important to remember that like what is posted online isn't always, you know, what it looks like in reality and it's not always reliable advice. And as well, I think the other aspect of it all as well is that particularly for those influencers whose job it is to to be an influencer and it's amazing, fair play, um, but they have often got a lot of time to invest in, you know, their appearance and everything else, whereas sometimes maybe that's not as realistic for the rest of us as well. And so I think it's just really important to kind of 
you know, understand that from the get go. I think it's a really important point that you brought up, Ian, because we spend a lot of time on Instagram, but we often forget that one, it is people's jobs, first of all, to be on that platform. But second of all, a lot of the images that we're looking at, like I'm guilty of it as well. We slap a filter on if we don't think we look very nice or some people might Photoshop their images. And it can be really hard to identify um, when you are feeling quite low after being on these apps, because a lot of the time, it took me quite a while to realise that I might have been having a bad day because I was spending so much time on these apps. And um, What advice would you give for people maybe to recognise that being on Instagram or being on social media for elongated periods of time, how that can actually affect your mental health? Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's emerging evidence. So the, the evidence is still inconclusive, but what it does point to at the moment, the stuff that's rigorous and the stuff that I would um, you know, trust is that it's all about time well spent. So if you're spending a huge amount of time passively scrolling through your feed and just consuming all of these um, you know, kind of posts that are about beauty and and travel, etc., it can really get in on you and it's not going to be good for your mental health. Whereas if you're engaging with social media to, you know, connect with friends and to have the chats and have the banter and stuff like that that is good that is a social connectedness is a positive um protective factor for your mental health so i think what we have to remember is you know when we're scrolling through our feeds you know to remember that you know sometimes those that don't necessarily fit into the kind of the current kind of beauty standards whatever you know that there there is manipulation at play to, whether it's editing pictures whether it's you know people getting different cosmetic procedures you know people are all different and so i think your size or shape is not an indication of how healthy you are i think it's certainly not an indication of your worth and so i think you know often a message that we don't hear enough is to embrace the differences that we all have i think that's what you know makes us unique and special and so I think you know we also forget um, that you know there is quite a high prevalence of of people who suffer from eating disorders living in Ireland both male and female I think often it's seen as a, a female only issue but it really has begun to to spike amongst younger guys as well so I think you know as you know people who may be um, vulnerable um, you know, as they see people online always kind of monitoring what they eat and exercising, it might also trigger kind of disorder thoughts and, you know, in terms of eating and or punishing and negative self-talk as well. So I think it's about us understanding that and to try to recognize and be self-aware enough of our thoughts that is that what's happening to us? And then what can we do then to kind of maybe pull ourselves out of that space to try to protect ourselves? And people can become so obsessed with the perfect body image. Like you said, you're you're bombarded by people who are, you know, PTs now and big gym heads. And even like, for example, the people who come off Love Island with like a million followers mm. were then bed into their Insta followers uh, or Insta feeds and were obsessed with how they look like. And naturally, they're all really good looking and stuff. And then they'll start to be influencing on the perfect body. And you can get really obsessed and in your own head about it. And if people are then struggling with themselves and maybe um, considering their body image not to be the best, what advice and support is there out there for people who are, you know, taking it harder than others? Yeah, I definitely think that if you're noticing that, that's that's a really positive thing in the first instance, because, you know, the first step is kind of acknowledging and, and realizing that maybe there's something not quite right at the moment. And I think if you're struggling with your self-esteem or if you're worried about maybe what some of this is bringing up for you, I would definitely reach out to somebody for help. So whether that's 
you know, somebody that you know um, to talk about how you're feeling. Or if you're concerned, I would also go to your GP who can kind of direct you to different places. If you think that, you know, this is something that you're thinking about quite a lot and maybe more than you think you should be and, and in such a place where you think you might need further support, I would definitely start looking into organizations like Bodywise um, who do a huge amount of work to support younger people in particular who are having these thoughts on a more regular basis than perhaps, you know, we should be. Um, and as well, who are able to kind of give us good you know, authentic, you know, reliable advice as to kind of how we might go about, um, you know, resolving any issues that we might have with our self-esteem or with our body image. I think it's something that just is becoming more and more, you know, prevalent. And, and it's, it's kind of a silent thing because I think a lot of the time it's just us ourselves thinking it without necessarily verbalizing it. Um, and it can go on for really long periods of time before we think, actually, do you know what? this is something I'm thinking about every day. Maybe this is something I'm thinking about quite regularly every day. Yeah. And really it's getting into me, uh, you know, getting in on me in such a way that I really do need to, to kind of take some sort of action here to be able to kind of get back to, to living life normally. Um, and I think really what a lot of that is, is it's around understanding our own self-worth how we don't have to look a particular way, how we can all look, you know, different. Being healthy is obviously really, really important. And so, you know, whatever we can do to, to make that happen. But at the end of the day, there is a balance to be struck between your physical health and your mental health. And I think, you know, sometimes we do need a bit of help to try and find that balance. Absolutely. There might be someone listening right now who might be seeing some of these things, um, What am I trying to say? There might be someone listening right now who might witness some of these things happening to a friend. They might think a friend is spending a lot of time on social media. They might notice maybe their personality has changed. Maybe they have low self-esteem when before they might have been really bubbly and quite confident. Um, It's it's easier, I suppose, if if you kind of can identify those feelings in yourself. But it it can be quite a sensitive issue if you try to address a friend about it. Uh, What advice would you have if there's someone listening right now who might have a friend who might be going through something, um, but they obviously want to, you know, deal with the issue, but don't want to hurt their feelings either at the same time? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a really difficult one. But I think uh, the first thing is, if it's not urgent, what I'd say is try and wait for the friend to bring up their thoughts around this issue. And I think often a lot of the time, you know, people will actually open up and talk about this with their their close friends. I think it's something that is becoming talked about a little bit more frequently than perhaps previously, or maybe try and slip it into conversation, maybe prompt, maybe make a comment in respect of, of your Instagram feed and kind of say how you're sick of seeing X, Y, and Z, you know, in terms of um, what's what's being pushed as, as the kind of the beauty narrative. And maybe that might bring up um, for your friend a way to have that conversation and for you to have have been the prompt. Um, I think that's really important to be able to kind of create that safe space for such a sensitive conversation. And then, you know, if maybe you're really worried about somebody and you think that, look, it's it's actually something that's really impacting on their life in a really quite negative way, I would certainly maybe take time to maybe have a sit down and a specific conversation and, and to kind of really convey to your friend, look, 
I am worried about your you you know I think that you know this is impacting you too regularly and too uh, too often and I think we should look at ways maybe we can get support around this issue together and I think that's really important and if you're kind of if you're communicating to your friend that you're there for them and that you are trying to you know recognize that they're going through a difficult time and that they're you know you're going to be with them and you're going to support them and um, through the process I think that that's a huge support to any any friend or, or indeed sibling maybe or family member so I really do think that you know there's a couple of different ways of approaching it and um, you can try the, the the approach where you wait kind of for the right time and maybe a prompt or maybe it's about sitting down and, and making it a really direct conversation and one where you're not there's no judgment and, and there's no kind of directive kind of approach or anything like that but rather this is how you feel. And oftentimes maybe that's enough for the person then to, to kind of really open up and to explain what's going on for them and, and ask for your support then to, to kind of mm. maybe help them to, to, to talk to others about what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's really such a broad issue. And mm. I was thinking about it there and I think it does come from a positive place in that if you are trying to like make changes to your diet and your body, you know, get your body fit, fitter and healthier. Yeah. And like you said, that is a good thing. But then when there's so much out there, it's hard to know what the right info is. Like even I'm trying to do at the moment and like count my calories per day and get the right macros in. But when you're trying to know even, geez, how much of that am I supposed to get? There is so much different like sources of info out there. And like you said, um, when people are trying to push stuff on you, that's when you can cling on to it and it has a deeper effect when you're obsessing about it every day. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I think I think the key to it is to kind of approach it from a broad strokes perspective. You know, I think a lot of us are really into all of the the kind of the detail on this. And I think that's good. And if, if you're able to do that in such a way where it's healthy and, you know, it's not something you're obsessing about, then I think absolutely work away. Yeah. But I think for for those of us maybe who are more vulnerable to, to being a little bit more obsessive about it, what I would definitely suggest is, you know, thinking about it in broad strokes, like, am I getting a broadly healthy diet? Am I kind of, you know, doing the regular things that I'm supposed to do in respect of, of diet? Um, am I getting enough sleep? Am I getting 30 minutes of intense exercise every day? You know, and once those questions are satisfied, kind of maybe that's enough detail to be going into rather than, you know, calorie counting every yeah. every single mm. thing that you eat, you know. So I think it, there's a balance to be struck and it just depends on what's right for you. And everybody will want to approach it from different ways. And I think what the issue is at the moment is that you know, we're seeing lots and lots of young people who are kind of tipping into that space where it, they're really feeling, you know, quite overwhelmed they're feeling that they're struggling with this and it's something that they're thinking about more than they want to actually be thinking about and i think that's the moment where you realize that actually okay i want to do something about this and, mm. and there are multiple steps to, to get on the journey to, to do that i think if there's anybody who is feeling that way definitely check out bodyways bodywise.ie um, and that's b-o-d-y-w-h-y-s.ie um, and, you know, if anybody wants to talk about it as well, we run a 24-7 texting service, 50808, just text the word spun out to a 24-7. There's someone there to kind of listen to to what's going on uh, for you about it. But definitely, I think, look, it's it's about, you know, understanding what's right for you. And there will be people who will enjoy that journey and there will be people who will struggle. 
and will be you know overwhelmed and, and really find it that it's dominating their thoughts um, and so really it, it's up to to kind of us to determine at what level we want to engage with it and you know where we need support. 100% Dean I think it is really important advice and it's a really important topic at this moment because of course with all of the lockdowns and the restrictions a lot of us are turning uh, to physical exercise more than ever because at the moment it's really the only thing we can do that we can do safe and really enjoy so I really think that we're almost having a, a year of January's where everyone's just kind of <laughs> jumping on the health kick buzz and trying to trying to just be the best person they can be. <laughs> And it's great, you know, and I would really encourage everybody to engage with that. And look, I think we're all trying to do that more and more. And I think that's definitely one of the things that young people have said to us through kind of consultations and surveys that we've done is that their healthier kind of routines is definitely something they want to keep going forward, you know, because we've been kind of forced into it, you know. Um, But certainly I think what we are seeing as well, though, is young people who are just struggling with that. Um, and, and struggling with it, uh, you know, in, in terms of doing too much of e- either, you know, whether it's too much of focusing on the diet or maybe too much exercise. And so really it's about trying to understand, you know, what is what is what we're trying to promote, which is healthy living and, mm. and healthy routines. And then maybe what is actually getting into a space that is unhealthy and, and to recognize that. Um, but yeah, absolutely long live all of the, the runs and the sea swimming that we're seeing on all our feet as well. It's really positive. It's great to see. Yeah, yeah a, phrase, a phrase that comes to mind when thinking about all of this is everything in moderation, including moderation. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, which is always a good one. Uh, yeah. Ian Power, CEO of SpunOut.e. As always, thank you so much. Great to talk, guys. Take care. Mind yourself with SpunOut.ie. That's it for this week of the Mind Yourself podcast. We really hope you've enjoyed it and taken something from it. Don't forget the guys from Spun Out join us on air on the Zoo Crew every Tuesday night at half eight where we chat through all things looking after yourself, minding your mental health and general well-being. If you have a question or you have something that you'd like a little bit of advice on, well, you can submit a question anonymously. All you have to do is head on over to Spin's website, go to the lifestyle section and submit your question. Next week, we are going to be talking about COVID and our emotions. We are so up and down through all of this madness and Ian will be joining us to talk through some things to help us get through it. We'll talk to you then.